请听英语节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Emma Benak, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. The head of the newly arrived EU delegation says Europe stands with Taiwan. The National Security Bureau says China may force Taiwan to negotiate. And the economics minister says the pork referendum could hurt Taiwan's CPTPP bid. But first, today's top story: the head of a visiting delegation from the European Parliament. Says that Europe stands with Taiwan in defending freedom, the rule of law, and human rights. That came during a meeting with President Tsai Ing-wen on Thursday. The 13-member delegation is made of members of the European Parliament's committee charged with combating fake news and other threats to democracy. It is the first delegation from the European Parliament to visit Taiwan. During the delegation's meeting with President Tsai, delegation head Raphael Glucksmann said the visit shows how important Taiwan's democracy is to EU citizens. Glucksmann said that Europe stands with Taiwan, a democratic partner that shares the EU's values. He said he hopes for further exchanges and cooperation between the EU and Taiwan, as well as high-level meetings between EU and Taiwanese officials. Glucksmann also said that his delegation has the important task of learning from Taiwan's success in maintaining democracy, in the face of threats and pressure from authoritarian China. National Security Bureau Chief Chen Mingtong says a scenario where China uses military force to push Taiwan to negotiate is a possibility. That comment came after the Pentagon published a report on Chinese military strength on Wednesday. The report says that China is expanding its nuclear arsenal much faster than previously thought. The report says that in six years' time, China's army may have 700 usable nuclear warheads, and that that number could exceed 1,000 by the year 2030. This is 2.5 times higher than predictions made last year. The report also says that owing to a rapid modernization of its military, China may try to force Taiwan to negotiate by the year 2027. Chen says that this course of events is within the realm of possibility. He says that the National Security Bureau has been aware of this scenario for a long time. However, he says he does not expect this to happen within the next three years. Also on Wednesday, U.S. Joint Chiefs Chairman Mark Milley says he does not expect China to attack Taiwan in the next 24 months. However, he said that in the event of an assault, the U.S. absolutely has the capability to defend Taiwan. Economics Minister Wang Meihua says that Taiwan could miss its chance to join the CPTPP trade bloc if an upcoming referendum on pork imports passes. Taiwan voters will go to the polls in December to decide whether to reinstate a ban on pork imports treated with the chemical ractopamine. Ractopamine is a feed additive that promotes leanness in pigs. The use of ractopamine is banned in Taiwan, but at the beginning of the year, the government began allowing the import of U.S. pork containing the additive. That decision has removed a major source of trade friction between the U.S. and Taiwan, but it has proven controversial. 
On Thursday, Economics Minister Wang Meihua said that reinstating a ban on ractopamine-treated pork could have consequences beyond U.S.-Taiwan trade. She said that while the U.S. is not a member of the CPTPP, several countries that are members also allow farmers to add ractopamine to pig feed. She said that those countries could make allowing imports for ractopamine-treated pork a precondition for Taiwan's admission to the CPTPP. Wang says that if Taiwan spends too long wrangling over the ractopamine issue, China could succeed in its bid to join the CPTPP first. She said that once a member, China would block all future attempts by Taiwan to join. She said that time is therefore of the essence when it comes to settling the ractopamine issue for good. Director of the American Institute in Taiwan, Sandra Odkirk, has met with the head of Taiwan's control yuan, Chen Zhu, to discuss values that the two countries share. The two met on Wednesday to confer about protecting democracy, liberty, and human rights. The control yuan is the branch of government responsible for investigating and auditing political dealings in Taiwan. The American Institute in Taiwan is the de facto U.S. Embassy in Taiwan. Chen has invited Odekirk to attend a national conference on human rights. She also thanked the U.S. for donating 1.5 million more Moderna COVID-19 vaccine doses to Taiwan on Monday. Chen says that Taiwan hopes to share its ideals and experiences in implementing human rights, especially in terms of feminism and equal opportunities for people with disabilities. She says that attending international workshops on related topics will allow Taiwan to make a significant global contribution. The Control UN says that the American Institute in Taiwan has validated Taiwan's progress in the areas of human rights and democracy, and it hopes to continue this exchange of ideas in the future. Taiwan reported one new local case of COVID-19 on Thursday. The country also reported one more imported case among people arriving in Taiwan. There were no deaths reported. The one local case announced on Thursday is a man in his 30s from Taipei. He began experiencing fatigue, breathing difficulties, and a lack of appetite on October 19th. The man went to the hospital to get tested on November 2nd after his symptoms persisted and he developed a fever. His infection with COVID-19 was confirmed today. Central Epidemic Command Center officials say the man tested positive with a CT value of 34, indicating a low viral load. They say health officials believe that the man's fever was caused by another illness, not COVID-19. Officials believe the man was unlikely to have been affected with COVID-19 recently, given his high CT value. The one imported case of COVID-19 reported on Thursday is a man in his 20s with recent travel history in the United States and Italy. Since the beginning of the pandemic, Taiwan has reported a total of 16,430 cases of COVID-19. That includes 1,786 imported cases and 14,590 domestic cases. Taiwan has also reported a total of 847 deaths from COVID-19. Middle schools in Taiwan will start offering elective classes in the languages of Taiwan's migrant communities. In the past, similar classes were introduced in elementary schools. The Ministry of Education said on Thursday that almost 12,000 students across more than 1,200 schools signed up for the classes this year. The most popular classes, by a wide margin, was Vietnamese, selected by almost 60% of students. Other popular languages included Indonesian, 
Thai, Filipino, Malay, and Burmese. The ministry says it will provide language teachers with resource packages, which will lighten their workload when preparing for classes. It also plans to promote the exchange of experience and feedback between educators. Over 800,000 foreign nationals are long-term residents in Taiwan. In 2019, over 7% of all school children came from families where at least one parent was an immigrant. A European Parliament delegation is visiting Taiwan and met with President Tsai Ing-wen on Thursday. They're here to learn how Taiwan deals with disinformation and interference from China. This is the EU Parliament's first delegation to visit Taiwan. Last month, the European Parliament passed a report calling for closer ties with Taiwan. It passed with a landslide vote with 86% supporting the motion. That's the second highest level of approval for a report in this parliamentary term. President Tsai Ing-wen says Taiwan hopes to continue building deeper ties with the European Union. She looks forward to sharing Taiwan's experiences in combating the spread of disinformation. The leader of the delegation, Raphael Glucksmann, said, We came here with a very simple, very clear message. You are not alone. We came here to learn from you, to learn from your capacity of building such a strong democracy while being confronted with such a level of threat and interference. Glucksmann added that the EU is grappling with foreign threats spreading dangerous, false information throughout the region. These attacks threatened to weaken democracy in the EU. Gluckman said that Taiwan has had phenomenal success in confronting similar issues while maintaining the people's freedom of speech. So it's time for the EU to stand together with Taiwan. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm Emma Banak. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.